On Sky Sports Radio, you're listening to Racing HQ. Racing, Racing HQ. HQ. Brought to you by TAB. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. Great to have you with us on Sky Sports Radio, 9 past 10. And uh, Sam Murray joins us now for a track report up there at Gosford today on the central coast of New South Wales. Morning, Samuel. Hey, Luke. How are you, mate? Very well, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. What are we looking at there at Gosford today? Um, so the track's come up a good four this morning. Um, we had five mils of rain for late yesterday afternoon, early evening. So that sort of just topped us off for the week. So the last seven days, we've had 100 mils with 95 of that fell last Tuesday. So that sort of eliminated any irrigation that we've had to put onto the track. Uh, we've pushed the rail out three metres today just to push them onto a fresh pad of grass um, just to try and mitigate a bit of wear and tear on the home turn from our previous couple of meetings. Um, and the, weather, the, weather's, the weather's a little bit overcast at the moment, but I think the cloud will burn off and the sun should poke through this afternoon, make a good afternoon for racing. Sounds pretty perfect, mate, uh, that track surface today. Yeah, it, could, it couldn't be happier with it, mate, um, leading into our leading into our big couple of races. We've got the provincial championships coming up in about a month's time, so they'll go back into the inside pads for there, and then it's all systems go for our big coast day on the 8th of May. Looking forward to it. Good luck with the day there, Samuel. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Samuel Murray joining us there with the track report for Gosford. Let's get to Gary Harley now for his preview. Good morning, Gaz. Yeah, good morning, Luke. That young Sam, he's... Uh ex-rugby league player from Taree. In fact, my brother coached him up there. Terrific bloke, and uh, Gosford's lucky to have him. There's number two behind Steve Scollard. He does a terrific job, and Steve, I think he might have went overseas. He's on holidays at the moment, but uh, young Sam is an able deputy. Mate, we've only got the seven races, and unfortunately, I mean, we've only got 60 runners. Uh, there was a heat of scratchings again, which is the norm at just about every meeting these days. It don't matter where you go. Uh, but um, 60 runners, seven uh, seven races, and I think we can find a few winners, Luke. And even uh, Alicia's dad's got a runner up there today. Yeah, I saw one in, Gaz. Um, Battalion in race number yeah. three. He'd want to go better than he did last start, but I think he can improve. <laughs> yeah, his form's not great. I think I've trained him in for four. Uh, yeah. in the race. So uh, I remember interviewing Richard uh, Collett. It had to be 10 to 15 years back when he came over here with some horses and it was at Gosford. Gosford's the place that I interviewed him, but he's been a wonderful trainer. I mm, can train a horse. Obviously, I'm biased, but um, super pursuit. I don't know what he thinks of you. That's what I'll, I'm wanting to meet him again today to find out. Just to ask him, put in a good word, because I don't think he's the biggest rap at this stage. <laughs> Race number one, 1,200 metres, a maiden. Number two, Capaletti, 260. One boy loves to run, $3.60. Eight first-class Molly at 3.70. Is he, I, I don't want to, for lack of a better term, is he going to have a go today, this Capaletti? He broke my heart last preparation. Well, mate, I don't know what his story is, but he's obviously had plenty of issues. He ran at he Warwick Farm on the blue with Jim. What's that, mate? He didn't try at Newcastle. Yeah, well, he, that was on the 15th of November. He led, mm. and he was a dollar seventy-five, and he got beat five lengths. But he has his first start in June. Never had another one till November, 
and now he resumes in February. Now, on his trial, he should win. Timmy Clark trialled him, and he just careered away. He could have won easy. He won the trial by five lengths. Timmy never moved on him. That was at Roselle recently. So he's first up. Uh, he's in the Gerald and Sterling stable. I'm going to go with him, but I understand what you say, and we need him to run up to the trial, not his two previous starts. But there may have been issues there. Number eight's been unlucky. First class Molly. Um, I'll admit, oh, it's my best bet uh, beat her the other day on the Sandy meet at Gosford, but she probably should have won the race. Um, Corey Connors has got her. He's had two runs. He runs second at Gosford, as I said the other day, to Emerald Cut. Beat them three quarters. Now, it was found after the race, Luke, that she lost her plate and she had a minor abrasion to one of her nostrils. So none of that would help her at all. Uh, Zach Lloyd rides today, no claim, of course, but got a good barrier. And if the favourite is to be beaten, I think it'll definitely be that one. Number one, Moy loves to run. has got good speed. Uh, but John's got it. Brad Rewilla. I did the stats on Brad yesterday. I think he's had about 11 rides since he came here for five winners. He had a double at uh, Newcastle on Saturday. He had a winner at Mudgee and at Kemmler the week before. And I think he had a winner in the last couple of days. Um, he's loving it over here too. I had a talk to him in the in the room at Newcastle not long back. But um, it'll run all right. It's got a lot of speed boy loves to run. And number four, I say boom for Peter and Paul Snowden. It uh, is first up. Two, eight, one and four. Race number two, Gaz, 1,200 metres, class one. Favourite number eight, smooth sailing at 2.30. One, Hamaki, 3.50. Two, cable tie is at seven. He's my best friend of the day, uh, smooth sailing, or she is. Uh, the awesome fillies with Mark Newnham. She's only had the one run. She'd been trialling good, and Mark sent it an hour on Feb 12 on a soft five. Tommy Sherry went down and rode her. She got back uh, field of eight. She's run about fifth in the run. But wow, you think she didn't hit the line that last 100 metres and got up right on... Well, she won me a length and a half, but she only got to the front very close, you know, you know, in that last 50 metres and just run away. Now, that run was 1,100, uh, 1,200 a day. Tommy's riding again, lovely barrier. It's just into the black, I think about 2.20 or 2.30. Uh, I think it's the best bet. Uh, Hamaki, not having a bad preparation. Uh, he didn't go so great last prep. At first up, he won well at Hawkesbury, won easy. Then he runs fifth at Warwick Farm, only can beat a length and a half to another cognac. Painter Wyong and him in par five went head and head up front. He only got beat a long head or so. And then at Newcastle the other day, you could say... He didn't get a lot of room in the straight. He's going to run very well despite the wide alley. Number seven announcing uh, John O'Shea won first up at Gosford uh, and went good. Got back midfield and was too good in the run home after racing keen. And number two able tie for John Thompson. Uh, its only run resulted in a win at Hawkesbury. There was a sat third during the run and got to the line. It was double figures that day. Eight the best to beat one seven and two. Gaz Keane there in uh, the second event, race number three, Maiden 1600, number six, Silvincible, $2.70, 12 Whisker to Whisker at 3.20. It's been a trim up this morning. Three Mountain Guest is 4.20, one Battalion at $8. What's going to win this, Gaz? 
I think Sarge's Philly's got a good chance. She's by the Derby winner, Tarzino. Um, and she's first up at Kenzo the other day. You'll look at the form and say, well, she only beat two home. But she only got beat two and a half lengths. She got that near last over the 1,400. And then she started to make ground down the outside for Tommy Sherry. And she just kept winding up and winding up to get within two and a half of the winner. Now, today she goes to the mile. That was 1,400. There are only two runs prior to the Kenzo were at Newcastle in August, September. And she runs second both times behind prize draw and buck a hut. I think she's got a terrific each-way chance here. Number six, the favourite, Sue Vincible uh, for John Thompson. It's last run at Newcastle. Well, I'm just trying to work this race out, Luke. I think you called it. Apache Jewel won that race, trained by Ben Lees up at Nutsamore. They bet 100 to one the winner. It started uh, that day something like $81. And I was talking to Ben. And he said, I wasn't there. I was at the sales or looking at yearling. He's got a big property up near Musselbrook Racetrack. He said, and I looked at me tab account, I only had 50 bucks. So I think he said he threw the 50 on it. So he would have had a nice result. But Apache Jewel hadn't won for a long, long time. So I'm just questioning the form. Even though two runs back, the Godolphin horse competition beat this about two lengths, still invincible in a race at Newcastle where it appeared to have every chance. I don't think it's a strong race, uh, and that's why it's favourite, but I've got it in for second. Princess Talia, it went all right. First up, run second on the boo, and one battalion, the one we spoke about, for Richard Collett. Um, What are you going to tell me about the jockey? He's obviously a Queenslander, Calder. You know who Uh, that is? (laughs) Yeah, do you know who that is? Richard will choke me for that. Do you know who that is, Gaz? Calder? That is Richard's daughter's husband. He's married to Tash. No, so I didn't. No, I've got to admit uh, I did. Mate, not. that's the connection. Right. So it's his son in law. He's obviously ridden plenty of winners in New Zealand. Yeah, Stacks. And he rode in Macau for many years successfully. He's ridden all around the world, Andrew. He had a bad, bad fall in New Zealand about 18 months ago, and, and he actually broke um, vertebrae in his back and neck. And um, oh, he's only right. had a handful of rides back, but. It's been a long process for him. Well, I hope it runs well for them. Three, six, five, and one. Yeah, I think he'll be competitive. Uh, Race number four, 1,000 metres, a maiden. Number one, free enterprise on debut, 380. 11, Idolo is at $4. Three, November Rhythm, 460. And number nine, Astalina is at $4.80. He's very quick, free enterprise from the Snowden camp. Chad Schofield, Crowley. He won a trial by nearly four lengths at Ramwick. Just raced right away in the end, led all the way in that trial. He's had two trials in January, but he's obviously showed him the other day with that easy win. He was ready to go to the races for the first time. And I think Gosford will suit him a thousand metres. Number nine, Astalina for Gerald and Sterling. They've got a few runners today, the boys. Um, it's a former Victorian. It's had... Six runs over there for four placings. All on country tracks like Ballarat, Cranbourne, Packenham. Uh, we'll see how it measures up here. Its last run was on December 29. Had no trial since it come here. 11 on a load. Also from Gerald and Sterling. Two runs lately for two placings at Canberra. And at Nowra. Got a bit of speed. Number three, November Rhythm. 
Rachel King riding for Matthew Smith. It run third first up recently at Hawkesbury. Was up running second all the way. Got beat about three quarters of the length. One, nine, 11 and three. Race number five is the next we'll look at here at Gosford, and it's a benchmark 64 over 1100 metres. Eight G with Johnny, three dollars twenty. Two Oxford Vision, three seventy. Five Y Big Bryant, four twenty. Seven Alpha Go, six fifty. This looks an even sort of race, Gaz. Look, it does, Luke. But seriously, G with Johnny has had no luck at all this preparation. Now, Glenn Schofield, who just announced his retirement. Rode him in three runs in succession, November, December, January, for Greg McFarlane. And with Glenn retire and Jess Taylor rode him the other day. Now, when I say he had no luck, one day in one of the Gosford runs, Glenn rode him. He was three deep, no cover the whole trip. He got a gap late and he died and only missed by 0.3 of a length. Now, the other day when Jess rode him, he was three wide and for some of the race he had no cover. And he hit the line hard again to get the half a length. Now, he's got a lovely barrier today. He might be a bit closer. He's on his home track. I like him. Oxford Vision's run. I don't know whether you did that Hawkesbury meeting last start. It was yeah, a beauty. I, I know he's had a lot of chances. Ten places and two wins from 16. But you'd recall, Luke, he walked out of the barrier at Hawkesbury. Right. And he made up a ton of ground to run second beating a length and a half. So, you know, he, he's probably never raced better. He won at Gosford two runs back, second at Wine, second at Gosford. Tim's got him. Got a lovely Barry and Jay Ford ride. My big bride goes okay for Nathan Doyle. First up from a spell. We'll have to have a look at him in the yard, see how he is um, after the one trial. But he likes it straight. He won a race here in Feb, and he runs second here, beating half a length in March. Now, Luke, I don't know whether you're there, but I'm sure this is the horse that tipped off Kobe Jennings on the way to the barrier in one of those runs. Spot on. Kobe broke got his a collarbone, bad injury. Yeah. yeah, he broke, broke his, his collarbone. collarbone. Yeah. So the horse had to come back. Andrew Atkins had to ride him that day that Kobe got tipped off. And he had, they had to weigh Andrew and all that, get the saddle, and the horse won. And then he runs second. He goes all right. It's just a matter of how confident Nathan is because he's a very good judge. And if he says he'll be hard to beat when we have a talk to him, he'll be hard to beat. 825 and goofy mixed credibility. Jake Holmes just started training. Very good horseman. He's got a big team in work there on the property uh, near Gosford. And he's already had a winner or two. He's doing a good job. 825 and one. Race number six, benchmark 64, 1600. Number one, Stonecoat, 270. Six, Field Marshal, 420. Two, Dirty Merchant is at 480. These two favourites come out of the same race, Gaz, at Hawkesbury. Yeah, Stonecoat and also Field Marshal. I don't think he liked the wet that day, Field Marshal. No, I was worried about you that day, Colin, because I couldn't see the rain them. was that fun. I couldn't see him. No, well, neither could I on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I got it caught in that run. We'll need a classic front-running ride from Tim Clark, but uh, he always does produce Timmy, and I think Stonecoat uh, is the one to beat for Gay and Adrian. And the race that Luke's talking about at Hawkesbury, he got me the length. He was outside the lead. I can't make any excuses for him because the track was very, very wet by the time that race was on, and he's got to get a good 
for today. Got a tricky draw, so I'd imagine Tim's going to let him loose, you know, as they head into, into that back straight there from that 1,600-metre start when he gets to the, you know, to straighten up down the back, that he'll, uh, he'll be in front. So I like him. Dirty Merchant. Uh, thought it had been a bit disappointing, or the last run anyway. One well at Canberra first up and then run fourth at Wyoming Journalism. That was a good race that day at Wyoming. So he'll run okay. Number six, Phil Marshall. Chris Waller. I don't know whether that's his only run. I haven't had a good look. But it won two on the trot, two out of two last prep, Canberra and Wyoming. And then it's had one run back, but about two and a half. It'll be a lot thinner. And number three, Nieces and Nebus. Barb Joseph and the boys heading up this way today, and it's got a good record down south. One, two, six, and three. That's race number six. That brings us to the last, race number seven, and it's 1,200 metres, benchmark 68. Three, Ceasefire, 370. Nine, Moetta, 480. $7 for 13, Zalago, and 14, Berzene. Gee, that's been a big firmer, mate. He went up $7 with tab Ceasefire, and the only two scratchings, three of them, were $34, $12, and well, the other one was scratched before the markets went up. So that's been a big firm. Uh, the Basara Stable having an enormous uh, season. Heard you talk to Paul today, one of the nicest folks in racing. And uh, this horse, he, a couple of times he sort of hasn't performed as well as I think we thought he would. He had a very quiet trial the other day. He's first up. He did run in a Kosciuszko. And uh, he'll run well. But I'm saying all that. I'm tipping Moetta. It's got a lot of speed, got terrific country form in a good stable with Brett Rob out there in the Central West. Barrier 1, Jay Ford, good speed, got run down late in the Lightning at Crindire Cup Day recently. He'll be four, $4 or so, 4 or $5. Ceasefire's a big danger. Bullock rides. He might only have one or two rides, Aaron. I think it's 89 and a half winners, Luke, already. And we've got about four months to go in the season. Another five winners on Sunday at Tamworth uh, for Aaron, and he rode five winners a month ago. I think it was at Musselbrook. There he's two, you know, biggest days as far as winners are going, and um, he'll give it a good run, no doubt, from that barrier. Number 13, third pick, the race, Zalago, Bob Joseph and the boys, and number 14, Wodgie for Paul Perry. I'll ask you this. This is mm-hmm. a conditional race, obviously, for trainers at country and provincial. I mean, most of these names, you never see it, Gosford. Clint London, Barbara Joseph and the boys, um, Brett Robb, Gaynor Williams. I mean, I can't remember uh, most of those seeing them in years, you know, recent years at Gosford. But it's a conditional race where all their horses are well placed. Nine, three, thirteen, and fourteen. Yeah, I think it's it's good. Yes, all these it's new terrific. ideas. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, mate. It's like those type of races on the our practice, Wyand, Gosford, and maybe Newcastle. They do have uh, races nearly every meeting for provincial class trainers and uh, horses. You know, with no city or and. You know, I think it's a terrific idea. No doubt about that. Now, mate, 100%. my best bet is Mark Unum, 
Force Race 2, number 8. And the quad here is 1, 9, 11, and 3, 8, 2, and 5, 9, 3. No, let's go again, Luke. I always bugger it up when there's seven races. 1, Come 9, on, 11, mate, and 3. <laughs> 1, 9, 11, and 3, 8, 2, and 5, 1, 2, and 6, and 9, 3. 13 and 14. Now, my instruction for our hard taskmaster that you've got in there, Leanne, mm. said to me, you've got to go to 10.30. And my clock in this car says it's right on 10.30. Am I right? Mate, you're just too good. Actually, you've gone over time. We're going to have to charge you. We're going to have to charge you for going over. <laughs> well, with two good talkers like you and me, I'm surprised we didn't go to 11. We could talk for Australia. Good on you, mate. <laughs> See you, Gather. There he goes, Gary Harley, with the preview of Gosford Racing today. Stick around because coming up next, Cat Ernst will join us for Going Greyhound.